Hello, everyone, and thank you for coming to the Dad's Beards Nerds Prime Podcast, episode 56, Anchor's number one nerdy conversational podcast, and the podcast where two of us can grow a beard and the other not so much. My name's Anthony. I'm George. And I'm Tommy. And today we are joined by no guest. It's a Anthony, George, Tommy episode. We're going to uh, talk about some awesome stuff. We're going to bitch about some stuff. And we're going to kiss each other on the lips. Sounds like a plan. With possible, with, with mild to relevant tongue as well. So let's hop into housekeeping. If you enjoy the podcast, please check out our daily news posted Monday through Friday and an occasional review posted on Saturdays. If you'd like to support the podcast and the listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us, but more about that later. George, what are you playing? Well, I haven't been playing much, but I have been playing Dead Cells this week. So, been jumping back into that, getting that grind on. I'm still on two boss cells. It's been hell for me, to be quite frank, but I'm getting better. So, that's been my my daily torture. Um <laughs> Yeah, outside of that, I haven't had too much time to play much else, so... All right, all right, Tommy. Tommy, what have you been playing? So, first off, I gotta add this to, like, what I've been playing. Um, mm-hmm. Remember how last week I was saying I was playing Kingdom Hearts 3, and then I immediately started bitching about this secret fucking gummy shit boss? Yeah, you beat it, like, the, like, the next... The second after we ended the podcast, I went and played it and beat that shit. I was like, well, damn... You guys are my fucking good luck charm on Kingdom Hearts. But I've been playing the hell out of Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I am currently in the Android Saga. And oh my god, it's so much fun. How's combat like, in that? Is it like is it like the fighting games mixed with RPG? I'm so jealous. I want that game so bad, but it, I'm like broker than life. So have you ever played any of the uh, Cyberpunk Naruto games? Like the Ultimate Ninja Storms? Yeah, it's kind of like that because they made the game. They made Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Uh, okay. You got your basic, your melee is your B button. These are Xbox controls. Everybody, don't be like ah oh, circle and X cross. I don't. I don't give a damn. I'm playing on Xbox. Don't be like B button. Yeah, like you know what I'm talking about. You know the layout. You know, know the comparison. Well, not you. I just meant in general. Fuck it. Fucking deal with it. Yeah, exactly. The B button is punch, A is a dodge, X is key blast, and Y is you hold Y to charge your key. Then your shoulder buttons are modifiers for like your Kamehameha, and you hold both for transform and triggers for assist and stuff like that. So it's very similar to how you play Naruto. Okay. But the RPG elements come in where like you have damage numbers on your attacks when like, when you punch and blast and all that stuff, like, that's really fucking cool. The, all the attacks have upgrades, like, your Kamehameha can get stronger, and, and your Super Saiyan and all that stuff. Like, that's where the RPG kicks in, is you have a skill tree for your attacks, and there's side quests, and, and just the open world itself. It's not, it's not huge, it's not a huge RPG. If you want the game for an RPG element, don't get the fucking game. (laughs) <laughs> if you want Dragon Ball Z, get the fucking game. I, I've seen uh, there was a there was a screenshot I was watching where it's like it was some little kid making fun of Vegeta's forehead. Uh, real quick, I'm gonna post a screenshot into our uh, staff chat of the best thing from Dragon Ball Z that they've put in the game. Is it with is it Goku and and Vegeta driving? 
It's go shit. I'm not even gonna post it. It's Goku and Piccolo driving. Oh, Goku and Piccolo. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, George. <laughs> I saw a clip no, of somebody. Uh... I saw a clip of somebody with Goku and Vegeta in the car too, and Vegeta's just like kicked back with his yeah. feet up on the on the. But, well, you remember that whole uh, like one episode arc where Chi-Chi's pissed, and, like you gotta go get your driver's license. And he drags Piccolo with him, and they turn that shit into a race with the driving instructors and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's in the game. <laughs> That's awesome. That's not a mission. That's mandatory. I need to play this. Oh, my God. Yeah. Also, the Batman Vegeta costume is a thing, so... Sick. But the way the characters look... Which is one of the minor details I really love. Like, the way the characters look is how they were in that, like, in that arc of whatever happened. Like, Goku's in his Yagarot outfit for a little bit, and then he goes to talk home and talks to Chi-Chi, and bam, he's back in his turtle school training suit. Because, I mean, it just makes sense. He's not yeah. just going to be in there for that cutscene. Right. And, like, Gohan's hair grew in between arcs and all that stuff, and then Chi-Chi cut it, and then it grew back, and I'm like, just these details to it that even stuff like, like, I don't know, like Xenoverse, or even all the way back to the Budokai's got wrong. Yeah, they just glossed over. Yeah, which, I mean, I get it. It's minor details. You don't, you don't have to have them. But I just appreciate it as a Dragon Ball fan. I love Perfect. it. It's a great game. So just that in Kingdom Hearts? Uh... Yeah, I haven't had much time for anything else. Well, all right. Well, I've been playing Skyrim. Put its hooks back in me every like two or three years. I just play Skyrim. I've been playing it like crazy, crazy. I'm finally at that point where I can take on giants like they're nothing. I'm just like from afar, hit them with those first like two or three uh, sneak attacks for that double mm -hmm. damage, and then they're just done. I'm just like, yeah, I'm finally a fucking. I I am the Dragonborn. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the Dragonborn in the game, and then I, uh, I finished off some more of the quest. I, I, I hopped back into control, was doing some of that, uh, kind of picking up the, the trophies that I missed. Uh huh. Um, just trying to kind of go through um, Forza, Forza Horizon Four. Played a little bit more of that. Uh, I've been kind of a little bit all, all over the place game wise, but Skyrim's been taking a, a big blunt of, of my time. But uh, yeah, like every two or three years, it calls me, which is why I always have a physical copy of it. You know. And, uh, yeah. and I, I just threw it in, and I've been playing it for, like, the last month. Just, it's fun. It's funny because, like, the grind of that game is, like, super funny because you can just take shields and um, heavy armor. At the beginning, you just go find a mud crab, like a bigger one, and just hold your shield there and just let it hit your shield continuously so it builds up your shield. And then you just level up that way, you know, heal yourself in between. Uh huh. And, and then you can just like power level basically to level 20 before you even got access to anything really significant. And you've got all these perk points now. And I usually save them until I can like put, uh, I can get smithing up so I can get some better armor, stuff like that. But I don't know well, if I like, what story about smithing. Okay. For that. Um, there used to be a glitch on 360, and I know they patched it. But this was when I played Skyrim because I only played Skyrim once. Yeah. Because I think that game, it's fun, but it's not that great. It's just, it, it, it exists, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I have no need to go back and play it. But that's a story for a different time. <laughs> it's great. There, there was a, I 
jumped my smithing up to level like 99 max level 9900 whatever it was mm-hmm. in about 15 minutes what was it with the iron daggers no all i'm gonna say mm-hmm. because like it's, it's so secret it was on 360 no no it's on youtube because i need like you guys and everybody to listen oh, to the youtube okay, video okay. i got you look up skeleton boner glitch skeleton boner skeleton boner okay i'm gonna pull it up now so i have it for after the podcast (laughs) and the reason that is is like the dude who's telling you the glitch has this really weird accent he says you stroke the skeleton boner (laughs) but in all reality it's just removing the skeleton spine and stealing uh one of the elder scrolls and going and selling it over and over again so i got Penis and skeleton glitch, Sea of Thieves. <laughs> I guess I had to specify which skeleton boner glitch I wanted. <laughs> Fuck it, eh? I got you right here. Unlimited gold. Okay, I'm with you. Shit. But yeah, so, I mean, that's all I've been... Uh, oh, Dragon Quest Three on mobile. I forgot to say that last time. I've been playing the shit out of that. God, they, it's so easy. The way they put them on there, it's just like... It's so easy. It's so fun. Uh-huh. Like to just play old school RPGs on, on, on my iPhone. It's just. And that, that's like super grindy. It, it makes work go by faster. I love it. Love it. Mobile gaming is fucking awesome. <clears throat> I just wish they had like trophies. Actually, Apple used to have a trophy system uh, or, an, or an achievement system. I don't think they have it anymore, though. Sorry, George. <laughs> uh, the Google has achievement system. Yeah, I, think. I was going to say the Google Play store has achievements it's got achievements it's it's got achievements i just activated by google home i activate you you activate my trap card (laughs) i activate my trap card mirror force all right real talk i wasn't gonna mention it i need to mention Yu-Gi-Oh real quick konami fuck you man what else is it's konami what did they introduced a ban list uh last week Mm mm-hmm Killed my entire deck by banning the key monster of my deck. Pot of Greed. (laughs) They killed Thunder Dragon Archetype by banning its ace monster, Thunder Dragon Colossus. And fuck you, Konami. I hate you, you bitch. Oh, snap. I went back to Elemental Heroes. It's all fine. But it's not fine because I love that deck and you killed it. It was really good, really busted. I made it so people couldn't search decks. That's why they banned it. But still, they could have put it at one, and I could have ran it. And fuck you. Okay. Is that on the uh, the Switch? Hell no. That's an actual. Oh, that's like, like legit. Wait, Konami owns the physical Yu-Gi-Oh card game? Yeah, you dweeb. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you fucking nerd. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know Konami owned that. I thought they only owned video games and slot machines. Hold on. Also, Pachenko machines. It's the same shit. They're, they're real big on Pachenko machines. Remember, they redid all those uh, Metal Gears and Unpachenko. Yeah, they redid. <laughs> yeah. Redid it. They redid Metal Gear Solid Three in HD and then put it on a fucking slot machine. Yeah, everyone thought they were gonna get that that remaster, and yep. but I was like, psych. It's a gambling oh. machine. Another, another uh, rant, since I know uh, we're having 
a, a little anger go, coming out tonight on the podcast. Heads up, everybody. Let it out. Spoilers. Kingdom motherfucking hearts. Yes. <laughs> Honey dicked me the hardest. <laughs> And I mean hardcore <laughs> honey dicking. Criminal <laughs> honey dicking. That is a new term. Is it really? Because if if it is, you need to watch the interview with Seth Rogen and uh, the the movie Seth from Seth Rogen made from Sony that caused the North Korea hack. It's a fucking glorious movie. That's where the term comes from. Yeah, you know, one hundred percent. He's just she's honey potting you. And the, the quote is, you honeypotting him, and then he's over here in case I'm gay, and he's honeydicking me. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just super serious CIA agent. Like, CIA agent goes, she's not honeypotting you, and I'm not honeydicking him. <laughs> I, I like when, they, when they, they go to the offices, and he's like, where are your glasses? And she's like, I'm sorry, what? Why are you wearing glasses? I mean... Oh, uh, well, <laughs> he's like, see, I told you. <laughs> right? But it's a great movie. But yeah, uh, Kingdom Hearts, honey, dig the fuck out of me. Yeah. They announced a new project called Project Xehanort out of nowhere. Heads up, Xehanort is the bad guy of Kingdom Hearts. Okay. We're like, this is a game coming out soon this spring. I'm like, oh, shit. And they're like, click on this website to learn more. Hmm, excuse me. I'm reading it. Everything sounds so goddamn hype. And then I get to the bottom and it says, mobile, mobile game coming this spring. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Konami, Konami held it right in front of me. You want this? You want this? You're never going to get this. You're never going to get this. <laughs> You're never going to touch that game. Uh, I'll play it for probably about 20 minutes. And that's they're, like, they're like, and it's a card battle game. Like oh, then I won't touch that game. <laughs> it's like, like Tepin. Fucking, if they fucking card battle Kingdom Hearts again. Evan Evan had my, my greatest scene on... Evan had my favorite scene on that we were talking about last week where he's like, and it's probably going to have like a critical storyline that you need to know. <laughs> oh, for fucking sure. <laughs> it's going to be critical to all Kingdom Hearts games that come uh, you know, after Kingdom Hearts 3. And if you don't know, it's just going to fuck up the whole series for you. That was one of my favorite things. When he said that, I was like, oh, true words have never been spoken. Even when Aaron, not Evan. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will be back to hop into our topics. We got some changes to Overwatch and our hot take on the whole Bad Bunny situation. We'll see you guys in a minute. And we are back. Thank you for listening to that ad from Anchor. Thank you to Anchor for giving us some sort of revenue stream. We appreciate it. Next. The big topic, I, well, I think one of the main topics, and George and Tommy, you two are going to have a lot more to say on this than I am. George, you probably the most. So some changes were made to Overwatch. Specifically, the main one that I'm seeing like piss everybody off the most is ca- the character pool, where, every, what was it, every week they're going to pick Weekly a... Weekly character pools and yeah. they pick a selection to and ban those, from competitive. So it's, I don't get why just competitive. Why not just the whole thing... Well, quick play has always been separated from the competitive scene, and I understand like the goal behind that is to get people to and to shake up the meta, obviously. But forcing people to play heroes they don't want to just isn't a good thing. No, like and, and frankly, 
like I know Tommy's going to touch on this. It's just basic, like the way I feel about it, especially with the way they've been making changes to Overwatch lately. It just feels lazy. Like it, it's oh, just, yeah, it, you know sure. what I'm saying? And and I get it. There's a ton of heroes to to balance in this game, and there's going to be even more coming soon. But I just don't see this as a positive. I see this as a net so, negative. So, do you think it would have been better if they would have implemented a system like League of Legends has, where you ban a character, everybody chooses no. a character to ban? No. I think what would have been better is they balance the fucking game. Yeah. Like, they've been doing everything they can to stop meta this whole time. They implemented the force rolls to stop the GOAT meta, which the way they could have done that without doing that, which killed, which killed playing quick play, killed playing comp if you want to play DPS, because the queue times are so fucking long. Yeah, why would you play DPS if you're going to have to wait 10 minutes, 15 minutes for a Yeah. Everyone who plays quick play just goes into arcade mode and plays classic quick play where they can pick whoever the fuck they want. Because, say you're playing quick play or comp, like just normal quick play or comp right now, and you select tank, and you get in in like a minute. Okay, that's not bad. But then say your support quits out. No one's joining in on that spot, and you can't switch to that support role to fill it. You're, yeah. lo- you're locked in that role. So you're down a forced role there, and I think that's super shitty. But they could have fixed that by nerfing shields. And by, like, shields, I mean, like, Reinhardt shield durability, Orisa shield durability, Brigida shield, like, that kind of shield. But, and they like, rec- Zarya shield, and they, like that. they recently did rebalance shields, too. So they were already working on that, Tommy. I mean, that's the yeah. thing. Like that—that's what's even more aggravating about this is like, and I understand. Like, trust me, I was bashing Roll Q when they announced it. I'm a support. I hate Roll Q. I'm a support main, so it doesn't really. I don't really feel mm. it as much, but I get it. Like, why would you play? Why would you play McCree? Why would you play these vital roles when it's a 10, 15 minute queue time? Yeah, it's hard for me to play my main Hanzo because I'm like, I don't want to wait, so I'm just gonna play Diva. Because I'm super fucking good at D.Va and can get in real fast anyway. And then, because of roll queue, they split up the comps and made it so you have to qualify fucking 15 goddamn matches overall. Which is stupid. Oh, for competitive you mean? But, yeah. Yeah. But that's not the point of this one. That's just a premise of like what originally started them being lazy. And then they so... mentioned it here. Sorry, what, Anthony? Well, I was going to say, no, no, actually, finish off what you were going to say, and then and then I'll chime in. Okay, so with this one, with the hero ban, I mean, well, with the hero pools, they brought in an example of one week they would ban Sigma and May and McCree. Well, for example, those three characters have been a problem in Overwatch meta for pretty much since they added fucking roll queue. Yeah. I do. And guess right. what? All three of those characters have the ability to stun and or freeze someone. Yeah. Hmm. Like, what's the here's common how you denominator? Fix that problem. You you make the sun time for Sigma less. You make Mace wall eat more easily breakable. You increase the charge time on McCree's flashbang. 
So they can patch the game. And this has been the story of Overwatch since it came out. And I love the game, but everything they do about this sucks. <laughs> Instead of actually patching the issues, they band-aid it. Like, or they just, or when there's a issue that enough people bitch about, they rework a character. Like Symmetra. Or Hanzo with his scatter arrows, which I'm still mad about because they didn't even try nerfing his scatter arrows one fucking time. They just were like, gone. Scrapped. Okay. Yeah, which is stupid. Okay, so I 100% get and sympathize with everybody who's mad about it. It seems very lazy. But in a game like Overwatch with that many characters, it's a lot to balance, right? It is a lot to balance. So could this be... And see where I'm going with this is this. Could this be their way of giving themselves time to actually come in and balance out that meta by implementing this for now, so that way those characters that are maybe, you know, in the pool or that are banned for that week, they've got time to kind of tweak with and mess with, and then they go back in, and, and, and it's their way of seeing how those those changes are working. Not to mention, they, they it does sound like they are very willing to not go forward with this, so that they're testing this, from what the original or the initial news story, because um, I mean that was one of the things that, that I had in one of my one of my news days, and that's one thing that I can appreciate about them is the fact that they're like, listen, like this isn't going to be, this, this could be permanent. This could not be permanent depending on how everybody reacts to it. But I mean, could it be a way for them to help them get that extra time to try to balance and make the meta better? See, well, I feel, I feel like no, this George. is, I feel like this could be approached from that perspective, Anthony, but the reality is, is like, we're talking about, you know, completely taking, you know, some people only play one or two heroes in overwatch and uh, what if both your you're just not playing that week. yeah what what if both your heroes are just banned out you know i i i don't like the idea of forcing somebody to play a hero they're not comfortable with because trust me i could play zenyatta but i'm not a good zenyatta player i'd much rather play amora and yeah. throw and throw my yellow piss ball all over the place but oh yeah take it out piss balls but you know what i'm saying i mean it's yeah. just I, I am far more effective with that character, and I just feel like that, especially in competitive, isn't the way to go. Now, hear me out. If they wanted to shake up like the professional scene of Overwatch League with this kind of stuff, like a weekly, hey, these two heroes are off the books or whatever, just to shake it up a little bit and make the matches a little mm -hmm. bit more exciting, I would be – I think that's cool. But when you're forcing the entire player base into this, I just don't like it. Yeah, you can't treat the entire player base like it's Overwatch League. That's like the top 0.5% of all players. Not even that. It's yeah. like 0.01%. I'm probably being pretty generous, yeah. So, But that's what I'm saying. Like They're looking at it from that perspective, and I feel like they need to be looking at it from the other angle. Yeah. Like, from, for me, I, I will say I like the non-committal answer from jeff kaplan but daddy jeff that that's all daddy jeff has done in developer updates every time he says something it's non-committal he was like when we're putting a roll queue that might change guess what it didn't when he's on that video saying it's happening guess what it gonna happen. him being non-committal about it is his way of trying to appease people that are pissed like, that's all that is. And 
for to answer what you were saying, Anthony, about what if this was Blizzard's way of saying, hey, there's just kind of too much. What if, what if we put this here in the interim while we're working on it? Yeah. I would believe that if this were 2017 and the game were a year old. It's 2020. This game is going on four years old now, and most of these characters have been in the game since launch. And most of them have been the same problem the whole time. Uh-huh. But they've become more of a problem because of these band-aids that Blizzard has done to try to stop other characters or shift the meta in one way or another. Like, Maze had some balances and stuff like that, but she's never had, like, a huge rework. If anything, she's been nerfed more times than buff. But she's a problem again. She's well, always been a problem. I think what it... No, that, I like, think at one time she was, like, dead useless. Yeah, but... <laughs> it, it, they've done a couple things to May that, like... And they've done a couple things to all the heroes, in my opinion, that it... It's, yeah, that, it, that, it's, that was just the example I had. Yeah, it's just kind of slowly caused what, I, what I've kind, kind of coined and others in the Overwatch community have also coined uh, power creep. And oh, for sure. So you end up in this situation where every hero... I don't want to say is like it, 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 there is like a must pick meta like you were saying like the shield meta is pr- still pretty good e- even despite the recent uh patches to the that comp. exactly but um nonetheless i i just feel like like you said tommy between balancing uh cooldowns and other things health pools all kinds of options i mean there's just so many options for them to tweak these heroes and they've done it in the past I don't see the need for banning no, heroes outright. Like, it just doesn't it doesn't leave a good taste in my mouth. And why the fuck are they increasing McCree's health to 250? Chonky McCree, man. He's a chonky like, boy. Getting... But... He's a little chonk boy. <laughs> I... Like, it makes me mad because I love this game so much. To the point where... If you go back a couple podcasts, it was one of my contenders for Game of the Fucking Decade. And everything they're doing is just hurting it and making it so I don't want to play it. Like, right now, I'm down to, okay, I'm playing Arcade and Classic Quick Play. When before, I was playing every bit of that game. I was playing Comp on that hardcore grind. Mm-hmm. trying to get up into diamond and all that stuff i was playing every event religiously i was that guy who would be dropping money on loot boxes for events i'd constantly be playing i couldn't even tell you a single skin from the lunar event right now i know you went hard with to get that that lego bastion i mean that was just nine wins it wasn't that hard oh. <laughs> i got that no, in a day. easy peasy easy peasy yeah, I mean, those nine win events are super cool, but I wouldn't even call that going hard. Nah. Then, like, uh, just, there's such a big team, and doing stuff like this instead of actual balances makes no sense. Well, and it just but, makes me believe, like, what Anthony was saying, like, they're, they're, they're doing this because it's an easier fix, because they're probably going to start pouring more and more resources into Overwatch 2. I mean, I, they're for sure pouring more and more resources into Overwatch 2, but I don't think it's necessarily the case that they're just doing it because of Overwatch 2. 
this has been the trend since Overwatch came out. Yeah, it's just, like you said, it's and, like slowly but surely eroded the gameplay for you. Yeah, and Blizzard is a huge company with a lot of employees, and most of them are working on Overwatch. Because that's their biggest moneymaker. I don't care what they say. They're like, eh, yeah, a lot of people are working on WoW. A lot of people are working on Diablo. Yeah, that's fine. I'm sure there are a ton of people. But you have a lot of employees, damn it. <laughs> you also have Activision resources in Overwatch. So <laughs> you have the biggest thing there because it's your biggest moneymaker at the moment. And they can't make actual balance changes instead of just saying, hey, you can't play a character for seven days. No, I don't buy that bullshit. Especially, even if it's like, oh yeah, we're playing it because Overwatch 2. I especially don't buy that bullshit because Overwatch 2 has, they said, will have the exact same multiplayer as Overwatch 1, and Overwatch 1 and 2 will be able to like cross-play against each other. So the multiplayer is not changing at all. I guess it's a valid point. Valid point indeed. So what resources are they using on there? Are they taking most of their employees and building a story? Because they said they're doing it wrong. They're all just watching Pornhub. Fucking apparently. Pornhub? This isn't 2006. What's wrong with Pornhub? But... I don't know. <laughs> What's wrong with Pornhub? George just took offense. I know, I get all that, man. If they're doing that, I need... I need Mia Khalifa to be a mocap for one of their next characters. Oh, shit. <laughs> I will say, like, I do kind of want to end this on a positive note about Overwatch, because... Okay. I hate constantly shitting on a game that I love. Yeah. Granted, they're going to keep making bad decisions, and I'm going to keep shitting on it. But I love the fact that they're doing this kind of almost a version 2 of PTR that's going to be on everything. That is this, pretty cool. This experimental card that's going to come at times where they're like, okay, you're going to see changes to maps, to modes, to characters, some that might not even come in the game that you can play from time to time. And it's not just on PTR. It's not just locked out. You will earn experience. You can use those skins that you have and stuff like that. And then I'm like, that's really fucking cool. Like, why didn't we have this before? I'm really glad we're getting it. Because you guys are still watching hey. Pornhub on mobile. What are we, animals? It's all about xvideos.com. Okay, get on my level. Jesus. <laughs> I feel like Anthony's the type of dude, and we'll move on to the next topic after this. I feel like Anthony's the type of dude that straight up just goes on, well, would do one of two things. One, either just go on YouTube and type porn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or go on porn websites and be like, oh, I like this one, and download it. First off, I'm on an iPhone. You can't download on, on, on the iPhone. The only downfall that the iPhone I'm has. on your computer, but... Oh, no. I don't, I don't watch porn on my computer. That's how you get a virus on your computer, guys. I watch it mobily on my phone like it was like the good Lord mobily. intended. Like the good Lord intended. I watch it on mobile like the good lord intended. Yeah, come <laughs> on. Come on. Do you not have an antivirus, my dude? I just don't even worry about it. I don't even want to have to hassle with that shit. Two, listen. 
if I can send it off my phone, it's like, hey, bam, uh, now we got all your pictures. I'm going to enjoy all those ass and dick pics of myself. Go ahead. Spread them around. I don't care. George, if the three of us ever go to TwitchCon or another con or anything like that, remind me not to use his phone. Ah, <laughs> my phone. Sticky. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bring a fucking black light. And Anthony's gonna be on the phone. I'm just holding up to his phone. He's just, Tommy's just wearing gloves the whole time. Then, then we need much. Then we need vitriol soundboard to go. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah! if we go to a con, you gotta wear a con the whole time. I have to wear a con. All right, all right. No accidents, damn it. Let's go. To, let's go to the next topic. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to the next topic. Okay, so what was it about two weeks ago? No, a week ago, a week and a half ago. I think it was two, two, two and a half weeks ago. So we got Twitch.tv slash Bad Bunny was streaming, and there was this big old hoopla about her being, uh, you know, talking about how she hasn't gotten a sub or donation in an hour. A lot of people took offense to it. So, Look up the clip, everybody. So. I let the dust settle. It was on like Twitch drama news. You can go on YouTube. You can find the episode. So I let the dust settle. And then I post a video and it was like saying, you know, I think Bad Bunny had a point. You know, she had a point. Now, in my video, the point I made was if you're starting off, then yes, I guess you're kind of going for exposure. You're trying to build that audience. But someone like Bad Bunny, who's been doing it for a while now, she's partnered, realistically, probably should every hour begin. It's, like, I'm not saying, like, a monumental amount of subs and donations, but realistically, she probably shouldn't be going an hour without doing that because you're most likely doing it full-time, you know, that, that that kind of stuff. Well, this pissed a lot of people off, uh, and it was fucking hilarious that, that they got so mad. But my point was that it's the streaming community, the streaming world is a lot like the music world. It's the only other world that I've been in or community I've been in, you know, group I've been in, where you can spend... Thousands of dollars on equipment. You know, you got a PC. Where if you, if you want a high-end PC, if you want to go full crazy, you know, three grand, a little bit more. If you want to go bare bones, you can kind of go a thousand to fifteen hundred, and that's for like a decent computer, like semi-decent computer. Like if when I build a PC, it's probably going to be around the thousand to fifteen hundred mark because I don't have a whole lot to put into it, you know. But I got friends that are going to help me build it, you know, maximize what I can. Like me, <clears throat> exactly. So. But like I was saying, it's the only world I know where you can spend all this money with absolutely no return on investment, and you're being paid most of the time in exposure. And it's really one of the main reasons why I see people quitting is because like one of the main things when I've seen people on, on Twitter complaining about it and that they're going to quit, it's based off why well, I spent all this money on this and I thought. Now, there is a preconceived notion that, okay, I'm going to start streaming, and then I'll, I'll become affiliate, and I'll get mad subs, blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, that, that's not really the case unless you're a bigger streamer. Which was my point with the whole Bad Bunny thing. Realistically, she should be probably getting at least at least probably 20 subs per stream. Bringing in new people, stuff like that. Hell, even uh, I'm counting gifted subscriptions in there as well. So, a lot of people got pissed, and it was funny. But, Bad Bunny actually responded to my tweet. And then I ended up following her channel. Her and, um, who was the other one that I said? Well, Bad Bunny and I literally just said it a minute ago. I know, huh? I'll I'll look it up when uh after I'm done talking though. Uh, it's like it's social, social something. Yeah, social committee. I think is is his name. Both really awesome. Uh, and I I ended up following her channel and <laughs> subbing to her because I I just really enjoy the content. 
you know, she's making some fucking quality shit, and I enjoy it, and I can respect it. But yeah, people got mad, and I guess like my thing is I'm defending her. <clears throat> but here's the other thing: that's sort of her character. She does have a character, and it's not yeah. like it's not like a jock disrespect. But in her stream, like she is bratty, and she's a bratty on purpose because that's like her her brand, if you will. Like once you get to a partner level, you got to kind of have some sort of quirk or brand in order to kind of sell yourself, you know? Like mine is, is I'm incredibly good looking with an average sized penis. It's just the way it goes, guys. So you can't have one without the other. You, you know, you got to have a little bit of... You can't have your cake and eat it too. Exactly. You know, I, I got a really good looking cake, but it's tiny. So, yeah, this sparked... I mean, it, it was already a bunch of debate anyways, but a lot of people were attacking her. Like, come on, guys. Like, is this really what gets your panties in the twist? Like, you're fucking over here championing for, ah, you've, you shouldn't be like that, blah. Just focus on your own fucking stream. Let people focus on theirs. If they want to be in their stream and be like, ah, I haven't got this in this long. I want to complain about it. Let them complain about it, man. It's part of their audience. Maybe it's part of their theme. Dr. Disrespect does this shit all the time. He'll straight up make fun of a donation for not being in enough. But it's okay. But that's okay. But when another streamer is talking about how they haven't gotten a donation or a sub in X amount of time, that's not okay. Like, I think getting a, <laughs> a donation and then talking shit on that donation for not being enough is even worse than what, well, quote-unquote, what Bad Bunny did. The disrespect. See what I did there? Dr. Disrespect. Be disrespect. I, mean, I was going to say, to be fair, it's in yeah. his name. I mean, yeah, that, that's in his character, too. So what are you guys' thoughts on it? Because I kind of rehashed it, but I thought it was funny. I kind of I did that on purpose. <laughs> I wanted the dust to settle, and I did. It's got like 4.5k views on that, that video. But here's the I thing, though: is, is, is even with me defending her, I still was like, "What are you guys' thoughts? Like, what do you guys think?" Like, I never like made it like this. If you're fucking on her case, you're a you know you're dumb, blah blah blah. Like, it was never like that. I was just my opinion. You were like white knighting her. Woo! People got mad, and it was hilarious. I still haven't unmuted that. Or I still haven't muted it. Because I still get notifications <laughs> of people being like, oh my God, if you coming in and you're doing this and blah, blah. I'm like, suck my lips. <clears throat> George, do you want to go first or do you want me to? <laughs> go for it, Tommy. All right. So for one, I want to preface this that I know you made that video and like that was very calculated. You picked a time to do it. You waited for it to not be as hot. And you came in with your opinion. And I mean, in all honesty, that's fucking brilliant. I'm not going to lie, Anthony. I got to give you props on that. Thank you. But, and I, I know, like, I watched that clip, and what popped into my, two things immediately popped in my head on Bad Bunny's clip when it first came out. The first one was, yikes. The second one was, odds are that's more of a character. Yeah, definitely. Like, if people couldn't see that, well, she even posted, like, she responded to it, was like, hey, just as a heads up, it's kind of a joke that, that I act bratty, blah, blah, blah. Like, like she even said that. Like, the fact that it's the way she said it, like, almost like she had some, like, unknown East Coast accent slightly to it. Like, I remember watching that clip, both clips, and fucking laughing my ass off. Like, this is fucking amazing. Like, now, the way, the commitment to it, uh, it, it had me. It, you, boom, got me. Follow. <laughs> now, I don't agree with it because, sure, she's a partner. She's a bigger streamer than any of us are. 
Okay, fine. Ultimately, you get into Twitch as a hobby, and you love it. Yeah, money's there. You want to make money. But people, for one, you don't like it, vote with your dollar. Don't sub to her. Don't support yeah, her. Sure. Don't watch her. I don't give a shit. I don't care if you watch her. If you like the video, if you thought it was smart, or if it got your attention, guess what? <clears throat> it fucking worked. Well, dude, it got her like 1,400 more like followers on Twitter. It got her even yeah, more like followers on Twitch. Like, I, I love the fact that something that, that people go, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, but you're still drawing attention to the person who you think it's bad, and they're still gaining followers and stuff. It's like a when, ploy. Like when Logan Paul showed that dead dude in the Japanese suicide forest, he gained like 200,000 subscribers because of that. I think that that one was just because people are real fucked up, and I, I'm not going to justify that one. I'm not even going to compare the two, but... <laughs> uh, this was just a whole ploy and it worked and it uh, part of it was kind of cancel culture backfiring of like oh how dare she demand people for money and all that like people are so quick to say you can't support that that's fucking crazy and people are like what and then look and like okay cool yeah, it got me on it. I I never even heard of Bad Bunny, and then I saw that and was like, "Oh fuck, this is my brand." I, I had, I love it. I hadn't heard of her until the clip, but I, I think if if it's coming from like a legitimate point of view, I don't think like you said that you think yeah she should be expecting at least some sort of support an hour and stuff like that. I don't think so. As a streamer, even as a partner, you're not entitled to shit. Oh, no, I'm like, not saying necessarily entitled. I'm saying if you're no, no, at the no, point no, of partner no, no, no. and you're streaming six to seven hours a, a day, realistically, in your, like, mock-up of how your stream should go, you you should be factoring X amount of subs, X no, amount I'm not of saying, stuff like that. I'm not saying that you think, like, you're entitled to it, like, as a yeah. partner. Like, that's that's not what I mean at all. I'm saying, like, as a streamer, like, I get I got your point 100%. And you're you're right. The metrics should add up to this, 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 and this. But there's a lot of factors there. What time of day it was, who all was in your chat? Because like, I mean, just like mobile games, there's whales. There's whales on Twitch. This is what it is. They're gonna drop a fuck ton of support. Great for them. But at the same time, the the support, whether it's subs, bits, donations, gifted subs. All of that is a gratitude thing, and it's all optional. Well, guess what? Twitch has a way for you to make money also without that. It's called fucking ad revenue. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a lot compared to subs and all that. But it is something. But, yeah, it's something. Guess what? You supplement, you're seeing that you're not getting a bunch of subs or gift subs, donations, bits, all that. Run a fucking ad every, like, 45 minutes or an hour or something like that. Oh, yeah, partners get that ad revenue, right? Even affiliates do. Yeah, I was to say affiliates get ad revenue too now. Oh, yeah. I don't even worry yeah. about that shit. I don't run ads. The only ad even that runs on mine is, is at the beginning. But it's just like it. it's a double – like there's two takeaways to it. One, it's a character, like you said. Like when I stream, anyone that's watched it knows that I dial my fucking stupidity up to 11. <laughs> and, 
And anyone that's seen my chat that knows I've got a friend in there. His name's Freezy Pop Boy. Part of the whole gimmick is we all just shit on him. <laughs> Everyone just shits on him. And it's fucking hilarious. My entire I don't sometimes I don't even know if they my Twitch chat legitimately hates him or they're just playing along. <laughs> it, it's that fucking in-depth that we just shit on him. <laughs> but in all reality, when it comes to playing games, he's one of my best friends. Yeah. He could tell me something's going on, and just like you guys, I would drop everything at a drop of a dime, hop on a plane, and go help him out. Hey, um, George, what are your thoughts on this? So I, I kind of feel along the same lines as Tommy, like I usually do. But, <laughs> I mean, like like he said, you know, you're not entitled to anything when you stream. However, to your point, Anthony, especially at her audience size and things like that, if she's not seeing that return on her time after a period of time and she makes that decision to say, okay, you know what, I'm just going to cut the stream and go do something else, then that's, that's her decision. No, for sure. I think she should, like, in a day like that, maybe she should just have a shorter stream. But it's her yeah. character, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think, to a certain extent, people grabbed onto that as a self-righteous thing. But it is, you know, especially when you are that large of a streamer, you know, you have that, that clout to say, you know what, I've been doing this for four hours or so, and I'm not seeing a return, so, you know, I'll catch you guys on the next one, and, and peace out, you know. But, you know, as somebody who, you know, I, I've streamed for a while, um, not recently, but, you know, my biggest struggle has always been, you know, getting and retaining an audience. So I can understand the frustration from a smaller perspective as well. And that's honestly yeah. why I don't, you know, stream as often. I, I just found myself being frustrated over something <clears throat> I had little to no control over. So, um, you know, why... Why invest into that? You know, I'd much rather take my money and put it into other stuff for like the podcast and things like that. So that's just from my perspective as a small streamer. And again, it's easy to say, well, you know, she should be grateful for every year she has. And I'm sure she is. But again, at, at her level of success, it's kind of difficult for me to say, well, you know, can't, do you blame her? Like, would you show up to a job and, and work, you know, so many hours without any kind of compensation whatsoever and I, I guess I see both sides of it you know especially considering she has a much larger audience yeah, yeah. okay so so I was I was wrong it's not social committee central committee well okay, actually same. to be honest I'm super fucking grateful for this all this dumbass stuff that happened because because I found her and I found central committee two solid streams two solid people not to mention they do a lot of stuff with politics but they seem pretty fair and I'm learning about politics from them, which is cool and all I'm still not going to vote, but it's cool to get that different that different perspective. But in the end, I'm just seeing like I, I found like two more like two new streamers with like really cool com like communities of people around them that just seem like just generally like chill people. So I think it's fucking gotcha. awesome. I think it, it it was really funny watching people get mad about it. I think it's really funny still watching people get mad about it. I think it's hilarious that that video is still getting viewed. Uh, yeah, it's it's just about up there from when I like I, I made a tweet so, about Colin about how people like attacking Colin Moriarty and then it like blew up yeah. and it got like four four hundred like plus likes and I was just like yeah take that suckers. So, so it's I'm funny. just glad your butt pics stopped blowing up. 
Yep. So after so after you posted that video, Anthony, funny story, Vitriol text messaged me at work, and he's just like, "Hey, yo, what's Anthony smoking?" And I was just like, <laughs> "I'm sorry to put you on blast, Vitriol, if you listen to this episode, but." I, I was just like, wait, what? What did he do? And I'm like, immediately goes to like oh, the Dad's no. Beard Stern's. Uh, I'm like checking our Twitter. I'm like, no, he has a post up there. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, there it is. Watch his video. And I'm like, that's it? Kind of like. And you see, like, I've, I've been the one having fun with Dad's Beard's Twitter lately. You're like, that's pretty chill for Anthony. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I was expecting like nudes or something. But I was just kind of like, you know what? Did he post nudes to the wrong account? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> the DBN account just got all the butt <laughs> So see, I was just like, "What's going on?" Oh, that's it. And, and like I said, I see both perspectives of this. Like I, 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 I've done the whole grind as a Twitch streamer, and I'm I've come to realize that I'm happier not doing that. You know? Yeah. Like I, I still watch Twitch. I still support my friends. You know, but I, I just. You know, for me, it just wasn't it, it wasn't paying any kind of dividend. So, you know, why why keep pursuing it? And if you are a larger streamer and you're not meeting the goals that you need to meet, you know, to to keep you streaming, then hey, you know, that's on you to make that decision. And and, and like you said, Anthony, who are you to fucking say, you know, she should or shouldn't? Like, it, it's not her responsibility to shell out content for free. I just like. There's so many streamers that, that hawk the Twitch Prime, you know? Like, kind of funny does it all the fucking time. So how how was her saying that any different than bringing up the Twitch Prime every 20 minutes? It's just like, it, it, everybody's got their own hustle. And everybody's got the yeah. kind of way that they hustle. And that's the way I see it. But I saw it more, like, like I said, I saw it more as comedic. The way she was saying it was fucking hilarious to me. And I was just like, yeah, this, is, this person gets it. This person gets it. Like, it's sarcastic. And it's meant to be funny, but it's also meant to be like, okay, yeah, like, like, come on, guys, okay, throw me a couple bones. But I felt like in a really smart kind of funny way. I think, I think just like your video, it, it was calculated, and oh, 100%. Par, all part of her, all part of her character. I'm sure after that rant, it fucking worked. Oh yeah, With, she came out with way more followers. Yeah, do I agree that that's the way to go about it? Absolutely not. But if it works for her, it works for her. I like I said, no streamer is entitled to anything, and there are ways for a partner to supplement not getting subs and all that so fast. Guess what? You can reach out to publishers, have sponsored streams, and all that shit. There are ways around things, people. This yeah, this podcast is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you with Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, my God. It's always in front of all of my Raid <gasps> Shadow Legends. That or that stupid Rise of Kingdom one where the guy's like, oh, old dudes. Oh, my God. Oh, he's a wizard. Oh, he's a goblin. Raid Shadow Legends is the reason I have a goddamn ad block on my laptop. I do, Tommy, I do love that meme you posted, the teacher one. Class, I like the, what is it? This, this is brought to you by Brain Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, there are ways to supplement not getting that sub-revenue, or, guess what? It might just be an off day. It happens. 
not everybody can jump in at every time and throw support around. It might just be a Raid Shadow Legends kind of day. It might just be fucking Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah, it's probably Raid Shadow Legends. But, like I said, I don't agree with how she handled it. <clears throat> but it obviously paid off for her. I'll tell you so what. I was, at the I'll level, I respect you. the hustle. Dude, she came out on top, 100%. And I mean, I'm always respecting the hustle. Anyone but, who gets on Twitch drama news with the exception of that one chick who they brought up all, all the racist stuff that she was typing in her Discord from, like, uh, yeah, a, I mean, that's a couple years back, like, it, as long as it's not any of that, like, you're going to come out on top because all the publicity you're going to get. For but, sure. It's I, I just think it's fun. I, I love that kind of stuff because I love to see that kind of shit and then watch the person come out on top. It's the funniest fucking shit. It's like, ah. You guys tried so hard and you fucking failed. And you only you, all you did was make them even bigger than how than what they were before that. You know what, Anthony? Yeah. You should reach out to her and try to get her on here and talk about the aftermath of that video. That'd be awesome. Uh, I'm, we could have a whole podcast just about that. That'd be dope. That'd be dope to have her on. She's super fucking cool too. Or she, at least she seems super fucking cool. I mean, from <laughs> what I've seen. Like, yeah, 100%. But let's take a quick break. We're going to call it there. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll hop in that sweet, nasty outro. And that was our episode. I hope all of you enjoyed it. It's time for that sweet, nasty outro. As always, if you'd like to support the podcast or the listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds. Where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation at 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. You can cancel that at any time. Now, next up, find us on Twitter at Dad's Bridge Nerds, Twitch at Dad's Bridge Nerds, Instagram at Dad's Bridge Nerds Podcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever growing Discord community, which has got a ton of new followers this week. So thank you to all of you who have followed the, the Discord. We appreciate having you in. We are almost to 100 followers. So you can find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce. Next up, find George at Ghioco. That's G-H-I-O-C-O on Twitter. And that guy, or that guy underscore George, 1337 on Instagram. You're going to find Tommy at Nightween593 on Twitter. Nightween5930 on Instagram. And then me, Anthony, you can find me everywhere at DadBodPlays. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I'm George. And my cat's eating salt and vinegar chips. I mean, I love Tommy. You, I love you, Dexter. Aw, poor Dexter. And thank you, everyone, for coming out. Oh, well, (laughs) yeah, it's salt and vinegar. What's not to love? Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for coming out and listening, everyone. Take care.